So did you remember to set your clock ahead? Yes, right away, actually. Did you? Mm-hmm. Um, Were you up at 2? No, um, like I was up at... I, th- I think I wanted to bet around like one one thirty, mm-hmm. and I remember when I woke up right away, I just reset all of them. Yeah, I don't think it's ever really messed me up, like forgetting. Yeah, I mean, th- this one is better because the worst that's going to happen is. No, wait, this one's worse because you'll be late for something. Right. Yeah, the one in the you'll fall, be you'll be early for something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw when I when I woke up this morning, I um, looked at my phone and I saw what time it was. And I hadn't even thought about the time change yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like I thought about it on Friday, but then right. it just kind of like escaped my Did mind after that. Did you feel off? Not really, because um, I was um, I, w- I was up kind of late last night anyway, and then I woke up early today. So I mean, I, I I was tired anyway. But when I woke up, I was like, "Oh shit, we we lost!" And I wish I would have thought about that before right. I went to bed. And I would have gone to bed a little damn earlier, but. Um, no, it was fine. And I didn't take a nap before coming over here. Today. Really? Yeah. First time in weeks. Yeah. So, um, the a little note for everyone that this is this is like you know, I, I complained about the Brussels sprout thing before, mm-hmm. and like people leaving the S off of it. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that S they leave off, they add to daylight saving time. It's actually daylight saving time, not daylight savings time. Oh, I don't think I realized. I that. didn't realize it till a couple years ago, when I because I always called it right. daylight savings time. It just it's, you're saving daylight, mm-hmm. you know. It, um, but I saw it in an article a couple years ago, and ever what since they, then, yeah. I um, I take notice of how many people use it incorrectly, and I still use it incorrectly right. all the time too. But and when did they change it to the the current like rules but back in like 06 or something yeah i mean yeah. it was pretty recently because it used to be that what was it like the end uh, of march uh it was a week before halloween and then right it was it was definitely later in march yeah or maybe early april or something Wonder, yeah i thought it had to do with maybe easter but yeah i don't know because i swear it was yeah like end of end of march early april yeah well this is way better yeah (laughs) and like the opposite so if you're we we got out of daylight standard time but like if you think about it like we're on daylight saving time much more than we're on daylight standard time now Mm mm-hmm so they should just call this daylight standard time, and then in the winter they should call it daylight wasting time. It's <laughs> like we're I don't know. I it, I definitely it felt different tonight. Like mm-hmm. even before, obviously it was light out later, but like even before that, like late this afternoon, it the it just it was later than it felt like it should be. Yeah. Yeah, and that's an awesome feeling, actually. Yeah, I, it's hell of a lot better I than the fall. Get pretty pumped, right? And especially because it was nice out today, yeah. so that was nice too. Yeah, it was perfect. Um, uh, if if you receive an email for like a to buy tickets, mm-hmm. and it uh, says t- ten p.m. local time. What does that mean? 10 p.m. Or, or 10 a.m. 10, 10 a.m. Local The time. local of the venue, wherever the venue is. 10 a.m. at the oh, venue okay. is what I would say. So, like, when I got those Hamilton, mm-hmm. Ontario tickets, those Pearl Jam tickets, mm-hmm. I had to get them at 9 a.m. Because okay. they're an hour ahead of us. Uh, rage is coming in... I th- I, th- I think it's 
May or July, whenever it is. And Rick went to buy the tickets and he asked us, what's 10 a.m. local? And yeah. I, I thought, actually, I have no clue. Yeah. Like, where's the email from? Is it from Easter right. Times? Yeah. So it's, it's where the venue Where the venue is, yeah. Uh, that's helpful. Yeah. I mean, and it, I mean, it makes a big difference because if I didn't know that for the Ontario shows, right. I would have been, I would have been shut out. And so. um, Ontario is Eastern. Yeah. They're in Eastern, Eastern time, time. So they're an hour ahead of us. So okay. 10 a.m. there was 9 a.m. here. Right. And um, I, I get to work like just before 9 a.m. usually. Mm-hmm. And I was in my car I set the uh, I set an alarm on my phone for like eight forty five just to like remind me, and I was still like not I hadn't even parked my car yet, and I have like a two block walk to my office, mm-hmm. so I was like going back and forth like, do I try to run to the office and get logged in by nine so I can do it on the computer, or do I try to do it on my phone? But my computer sucks so bad, there's no way I would have been able to do it, so I just did it on my phone and it, it worked out fine. But okay. Um, I would have, if I didn't set the alarm on my phone, there's no way I would have remembered. Right. And then I, it would have been like, I've been so mad. I right. assume it's, I assume that show is sold out. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, I think all of them are. Yeah. Are you, um, this is jumping ahead a little bit, but are you at all nervous about, they just canceled South by Southwest? Absolutely. And um, I, I didn't even think about it until the other day. Yeah. I, it didn't hit me until I heard that South by Southwest is canceled. And I'm getting a little more concerned because they just canceled the Indian Wells uh, tennis tournament oh, in they? California. And see, um, though, South by Southwest is a lot more people, though. But, but you're I mean, you have 18,000 people like in a clo- enclosed space, you know. Right, you're reaching the point where... I mean, it seems like they're getting worried for anything and any any uh, large gathering and right. what's 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 large like fifty people, right? People, yeah. But obviously, eighteen thousand, right? Right. Tennis tournament. I think Indian Wells is That's... like. S- Center court might be fifteen thousand. That's surprising that. to me though, because it's an outdoor venue. You know, like I <clears throat> maybe well, that's a stupid thing to say or a stupid thing to think. Well, but well, there was a c- confirmed case in the area. Oh, was there? Okay, but then also before it was canceled, I, I read an article that the Ball Boys would be uh, ball boys and girls would be wearing gloves to handle the towels Um. and did it just dawn on people that that's pretty gross (laughs) to be handling handling sweaty towels towels. yeah um yeah yeah. but but i'm wondering like with marsh madness oh that's true i didn't even think that's not this week but next week like what are they gonna do? I mean, right. I mean, I heard a theory that they would entertain the thought of playing to an empty uh, arena. Yeah, but they pretty much are empty. If you ever watch a round one game and the, the camera pans out, there's like seventy people. Yeah, those like morning and yeah, afternoon games yeah. on the first couple days. Nobody's yeah. fucking watching them anyway. Yeah. I'd like to go to that sometime. Just like one of those sports things that would be cool to go to. Right. One of my dreams is watching and and I'm not a huge fan of Vegas. Mm-hmm. Went there once like uh ten years ago. Yeah. I don't know. It just it's just not my thing, but yeah. one of my dreams is to watch round one in Vegas. There. Yeah. Because of all the I I don't know, I just think like it in would a, in be with a, all the betting and stuff. Right, right, right. Like, so not in like an arena there, like it's correct. Of, yeah. yeah. You are just part of the betting and hecticness and yeah. yeah, I think it would be awesome. I've been um <clears throat> I've been kinda down on Vegas since I went in twenty thirteen, but like I've thought about it like mm-hmm. a lot the past couple years, and like I kind of want to go 
and you just because when I went, I went with my kids, mm-hmm. and we were just there for one day, one right. like afternoon into the mm-hmm. evening or whatever. Right. And I wasn't in the right mindset for it. Sure. And I think like if you go with the right mindset, and mm-hmm. you're just like, you know, this is what it is, and hookers like, and blow. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, just just go that way, you know. Right. I. Th- I'd, 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 I'd be one of the things I hated sure. actually was the f- food and not to sound like a food snob, but I mean, I like to eat and yeah. they just didn't have any good food there. But I've heard in the last like f- four years, it's really, really improved. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I would, I would entertain heading out there f- for a specific reason. I wouldn't choose it to vacation, but if there was college basketball around one happening, yeah. um, whatever, if there was a Pearl Jam show, they are right. like, hey, that's let's head out there. That's where their 10th anniversary show was yeah. in mm-hmm. Vegas. Yeah. That was a- so, so I would check it out probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. I... Um- Thrillist, I get those Thrillist emails mm-hmm. every day, and they sent an email the other day that um, talked about um, what road was it? I think it was a State Road 95, maybe in Nevada, but it comes out of Las Vegas and heads to the northwest. Okay, and just like a bunch, and like it's you know once you get out of Vegas. It's just like a wasteland, you know. It's just like all open desert and craziness, right? And like maybe a few small towns, but they just had like a dozen cool things over the next like three hundred miles to see. And mm-hmm. like that, there's a clown motel a clown. there that's like a clown themed motel that like I've seen on all is over it, the internet a is few it times. Creepy or interesting? Because uh, clowns I, now are all like right. they seem real creepy well i i don't think it's meant to be creepy but Uh people's interpretations of it are creepy and like in the lobby they have like shelves of clouds not clouds clowns and figurines and stuff Um, when did clowns change like i think it was it well, it, I think it was eighties. It like eighties, yeah, that, that, like that, because eighty nine, ninety. But it, yeah, possibly. a little bit before it's, that, though. Like it seems like the like rage hit like f- five years ago when people were yeah dressing up as clowns and scaring the shit out of people. Right. But, I mean, John Wayne Gacy didn't help things. <laughs> no, yeah. And I mean, that was in the mid-70s. Right, right. Yeah, right. yeah he uh, kind of changed the vision. Yeah, but like when I was a kid and we lived in Springfield, which we lived there from 1983 until October of 1987. So prior to October of 1987, at one point, we lived in a duplex there, and at one point... Uh, my sisters and I shared um, the basement. It was our bedroom. It was just like a big basement, and all three of us moved our beds down there for like a while and just slept down there. And there was, uh, on the chair, we kept this clown with like long arms and legs. Like some poltergeist? I, I don't know. Maybe. I'll look it up. I, I haven't seen Poltergeist in years. I, that makes me wonder, though, if maybe... Because it was right around that time. But it had, like, long arms and legs. And it um, had... Um, what's the... Uh, Velcro? Okay. It, it, very similar to okay, this. Yeah. yeah very, um, very similar to this. But the face wasn't like that. It was more... It, it, was, a, it was just a cloth face. Like, okay. the whole thing was just, like cloth like stuffed and the hands the arms and legs the hands and feet both had or all had velcro on it and i i didn't think anything of it like i you know i didn't we didn't play with it or anything Mm -hmm. i I don't even know where it came from but at some point kim my older sister who's five years older than me like made us get it out of there and like put it in the back room in the basement because she said it was too creepy really and like that that was probably like 86 right 86 or 87 so probably around that time i don't know when the book it 
was published. I think it was probably around that time. I know the it movie was later. But yeah, like eighty nine ninety and Pennywise. Right. Yeah. So or, September fifteenth, nineteen eighty six, is when it was published. So she might have heard about it. Yeah. And she read it was a lot. So creepy. Maybe, yeah. Do you think like pro clowns are all pissed off about the? You know. Because there's like clown school, isn't it? Is is there, it like there a is, there is clown you great know, art form? Yeah, and there there's a episode of the WTF podcast with John C. Riley, mm-hmm. and John C. Riley's like hardcore into clowns. Like he takes them seriously. Okay, and he might have gone to clown school, mm-hmm. but um, and Mark Maron had a picture of a clown hanging up in his in his house. And they spent a lot of time talking about it and about how, like, clowns aren't creepy. They're just, like, somehow they've become creepy. But, like, they've existed for a long, 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 long time and nobody thought they were creepy. Right. And I, I seriously think that, like, I don't know what the deal with the poltergeist clown was. Does it, like, kill people or is it just, well, like, it, a... Because, um, I should watch that movie. Um, in the early part... I think I, I can't remember the boy's name, Bobby, Billy, whatever his fucking name is. He's the like ha- the house is becoming haunted. Yeah. In uh, this, uh, I can't remember if his sister was taken into the TV yet, but he's in his room at nighttime and it's just like watching him and he can't get him out of his head so so he either pulls a covers over his head or he turns over and he looks back and it's not there it's under his bed and it tries pulling him under so yeah i I mean it's if the clown ends up under your bed that's going to be bad news that's probably going to ruin your night yeah (laughs) You're not going to um, sleep well. There's that one, JWC, or J, uh, JWG. Oh, John Wayne Gacy. John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Jesus Christ. I <laughs> no. <laughs> then there's it. Mm-hmm. it but, but I've known a few people to like always have been creeped out by clowns. Yeah. And I mean... One's it's, I think it lies lies in the makeup maybe. Yeah, when well, they have those like like painted on sad faces. Well, yeah. Do mimes scare people? Are mimes in the clown? Like are I they kind of like clowns? I think mime mimes. I think of her like a special kind of clown, but like nobody's scared of a mime. Mimes have such a like stigma about them, right? That, like every everybody, like you could have the biggest badassest guy ever, mm-hmm. like doing the mime thing, mm-hmm. and people would still think they could kick his ass just because he's a mime, right? <laughs> you know? Like it's like if you wanted to do the wimpiest thing in the world, you would be a mime. That's the way I think of it. Like, but like, what if the mime? looks at you and he's like um miming out the like window thing he's like putting his yeah. hands there and he great visual on the podcast right idiot. right he, and, he, he, and he uh drags his finger across his throat while yeah like looking at you yeah okay would you be creeped out i would or, probably laugh or kick his ass yeah i mean i i don't think a my like Who's that? Who's the famous mime? Uh, Marcel Marceau. Okay. Like, I don't think a mime could do anything to be intimidating. I even like even that. Like, I mean, unless he got like really close to you, and like was invading your personal space and like put his hands like right <laughs> yeah. in your face just to make you uncomfortable. Right. And then and even that like. I, I don't think the worry would be about his mime, mimery. Is that a word? Mimery. That's pretty close to mammary. We're talking about boobs now. But it is now. It well, is, is now. It, is I'm it like Shakespeare, dude. Pantomime just inventing or pantomiming. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. probably it. But um, 
it th- like it's not the miming that's going to scare you it's that he's going to break character and kill you or something you know cuz like anybody who chooses to be a mime you're a little off <clears throat> we'll have to check if there are any horror movies based About on mimes. mimes have you ever seen a mime like in person uh, i don't think so i don't think i have either is, no. is anybody doing that anymore i don't know are they based in f- france mostly <laughs> I don't oh, know I why think I it, think mimes I th- are like. I think of it as French. French. Yeah. yeah, I do think of it as French, but I don't know. There surely there has to be a mime. I mean, there have to be. There people. are more movies with clowns and mimes. Yeah. Well, mimes were <laughs> mimes were popular. Like they went out with the talkies. Once the talkies arrived, the mimes, because, you know, once you can talk, you don't need to make any movies about mimes. I don't know. I I just think that you don't even see, like, pop culture references to mimes, mimes, though. Like, when was the last time you even saw a mime referenced? The crow. The crow. (laughs) Shit. I mean. I forgot about that. One of them was there. I don't know. I saw. Called him once. a, a uh, mime. I mean, he, he. Oh, because he had the face paint. Had, yeah, had, yeah. Had uh, mimeish makeup. Yeah. But yeah, he, yeah. You don't see many mime references. Yeah. Poor Brandon Lee. Um. I read this thing. Let's just go wherever we want to go. I read. I read this thing the other day about Bruce Lee's one-inch punch. Right. Have you ever heard of that? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, there was a debate whether it was really one inch. It might have been, like, four or six inches or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, and they said the reason that it was, like, so devastating, like, even if it's six inches, that's, like, not very far, you know. But because it's it's all a timing thing. And, like, his hips, his legs, his body, his torso, his hand, like, it's all a timing thing. So even if you just, like, move it an inch... If you get all of that muscle mem- muscle action and whatever going in the same direction, that's the art of it. Right. And, like, that's why nobody can do it because nobody trains that long to do it. But anyway. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, if you watch movies uh, about him, there's a f- f- a f- footage. Oh, is there? there? Yeah. Yeah, there's not a lot of footage of it, but... There's a couple like demonstrations yeah. that he would hold and do like trickery and all that. I don't think my kids know who Bruce Lee is. I'm gonna have really? to rectify that. Drag Dragon, the Bruce Lee story. Yeah, and then uh, enter the dragon. Let them watch the just for just for Kareem's hair. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I the his movies are, are yeah. so awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. We got way off where I was going with that. Um, oh, the other thing I wanted to say about clowns. Did you know that every clown's face is different? Like when you go to clown school, you have, and this is what they were talking about on that podcast. You have to design a face and there's like a repository of clown faces and they will check your face against other clown faces to be sure that it's not the same. Right. So, like, every clown face is different, which is just amazing to me. I mean, right. I guess if you think, like, every face is different. So, if you think of it like that, that's not so amazing. But, I mean, if, if you just you think of, like, ch- right. other art forms and stuff, that there's, you know, copying and stuff going on. But how many different ways can you paint a face? You know, I guess it, I guess it depends on what counts as different, you know, as like a different color or a different, I don't know. Different like, uh, like eyes and mouth shape. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like I have, I don't know where I got this from. I, I don't know, but like there's like they paint them on eggs or something. Like, you have to paint your face on an egg to, like, show what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Or is that an amusement? I don't know. I don't know where I got that from. I might just be making that up. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, 
just just to just as a point of clarity and just to admit that I'm wrong about something. I don't know if it was last episode or the episode before I mentioned um, North by Northwest with Cary Grant okay. and the um, the airplane scene Yeah, that I said it was shot on 41, like right. south of St. John. Mm-hmm. That's where it took place in the movie was on 41 south of St. John. It was actually shot in California. Oh, okay. I checked it. I checked it afterwards and I just got, I got my stuff confused there. So I don't know. It's not as cool, I guess. Well, but, I mean, the fact that a movie was set here. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, he's was it set out here? Well, he's it's he's on the run, so okay. it's like he's going across the country. So, and just at that part, he's he had just left Chicago or something. And right. Have you ever seen that? You should watch it. It's so no. Hunt it down and watch it. North by Northwest. It's great. That is in the Alfred Hitchcock movie. It is, yeah. Oh, okay. It is, it is Alfred Hitchcock, okay, I yeah. I wondered that when, when <clears throat> we were talking about it, but I didn't want to say it. No, that's I right. Because I thought like, nah, I'm going to sound like a f- fucking idiot if oh, I'm wrong. I haven't watched it. I, I got to watch one. I, have you watched any Hitchcock movies? Um, um, Psycho? I've have seen you seen Psycho? Psycho. I've seen I, The Birds. Okay. Um, Tippy Hedren. I don't know. There's I, I watched Psycho again, um, not too long ago. I think I think I might have watched it. I think I watched it with my kids a yeah. while ago, and it's pretty good. I mean, it took some explaining at the end to tell them like what was going on and right. like. Um, can't remember if my nine-year-old daughter watched it or not. <laughs> she she might have. I don't know. But um, it, it's pretty good. And North by Northwest, um, a movie called Rope, which yeah. is about, I think, two guys that kill a girl in an apartment or something. And the it's always said that it's shot in one take, in one continuous Mm -hmm. scene which i guess 1917 that movie that just came out that was nominated for best picture was also shot that way but in rope like it's very obvious that it isn't shot that way because like they'll like they'll act like it has long scenes so like it was it was difficult obviously with like long you know not just 20 second scenes or whatever but long multiple minute scenes and then they'll like pan to like a door Okay. And, like, they can cut there. Because, like, you pan to the door, and then, like, you set up the next scene, and then you start at that door, and then you pan back, you know? So, like, obviously, you know, it's a pretty rudimentary trick. But um, it's a pretty awesome movie. And Vertigo with Jimmy Stewart, which I haven't seen yet, but I want to see. I think that's next on my AFI Top 100 list that I've been working on for... Almost, thir- almost 13 years. Right. <laughs> I'm in the top 10 now. I'm thinking of the clowns still. Like, I wonder if Joker from Batman had had any impact on... Scariness? Uh, yeah. But prior to... I mean, was Joker scary prior to Heath Ledger playing him? Like, is Jack Nicholson, is Joker scary? No, but uh, if you're a... He's evil. uh, If you're a comic book reader, the answer is yes. Right, yeah. Um, Like, Joker, no, in the first Batman. I, uh, I can't remember if he was in Detective... 27 or batman number one but joker was a fucking mass murderer oh yeah yeah i mean he he was a fucking evil evil person yeah um and then in the 50s because of the comic code authority Mm -hmm. they had to lighten them up yeah to like these like just like escapades and like fucking 50s man puns and yeah bullshit then um when neil adams took over in the late 60s as editor 
um, of DC, um, of Batman, I think, um, Joker turned, like, back into a mass murderer. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, if you're reading it, that, yeah, I mean, he, he was creepy. People know him from the TV show. Right, yeah. And, I mean, he, he, he was, he, as a kid, though, like, he seemed creepy. As an yeah. adult watching, I'm like, how the fuck was I scared of that guy? Right, but, yeah. I don't know. Did you hear the theory that, because, like, that old Batman TV show was kind of hard to get. Like, it wasn't, it was sh- it was shown on TV when we were kids. Yeah. But, like, it's not shown anymore, and it wasn't shown, like, by the time we were teenagers, it wasn't shown on TV anymore, like, in reruns. Right, but but at one point it switched to me TV. Oh, did it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember watching it in Lake in the Hills. And okay. Then when we moved back here. Okay, so uh, like it was seven, eight. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it was still on then. Recently, I haven't looked for it. I yeah. really don't know if it's on anything. We, we have the DVDs of the old show, and, like, my, my mm-hmm. sons watched it when they were little. But I had heard that, like, um, I don't know, whatever company, like, tried to quash the old batman show because like the new batman the like right. you know christian bale batman right. you don't want that to be associated with like uh what's his name adam west yeah. is that batman right. like in mm-hmm. tights and robin and like all yeah. of that stuff you know it's just different you know but it's hard to those aren't the same right characters. and it, it isn't but what like i understand but but then they would have to get rid of 20 years of comic books also. Right, yeah. Um, right. But, I mean, how many people that are watching the movies, though, know the comic books? Not Probably not many. Probably eight people. Yeah, <laughs> right. But, like, um, the f- four... For a show that lasted, like, three seasons... Is that all it was? Yeah. Oh, wow. Got canceled because they... F- first year the ratings were huge but yeah. then it dropped off because of uh the fad right yeah it was it's pretty awesome yeah i mean I it's, it's like a 60s uh, yeah. like show uh-huh. it's pretty awesome then they made the movie they made the movie oh, yeah, at a... the end of season one but but when we were kids wgn would air that every july or early august and yeah i look forward to it every year yeah that was a huge highlight of my summer um but but i don't i have it now yeah um yeah that's pretty awesome but for it to like carry on all those years yeah but that's how star trek is also i think star trek was only three years the original one yeah yeah, and I mean, that's, I think people are really still hardcore into it. They still make new movies out of it. And... Right, yeah. All right, I got to pause and pee. All right. All right, so kind of related to Batman. Uh, Jack Nicholson played Batman in that. Have you watched that movie recently? Joker. Joker, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not Batman. No. Michael, Michael Keaton, <laughs> so... <played> Batman. <laughs> right? Have you watched that one recently? Uh, Joker? No, or the Bat- Batman with when Jack Nicholson's no, Joker. I can't remember the last time I saw it. It's been a, it's been a pretty long time. I remember clearly, clearly the first time I saw it. But yeah, I yeah. in like nineteen eighty nine, I think 89. it came out. But um, I watched it with my kids probably three or four years ago. It's really good. I Is was it? surprised by how good it was. But um, I've been on this Jack Nicholson kick lately, mm-hmm. and. I think I said last time I watched uh, Carnal Knowledge. And right. And I watched um, Cry Baby Killer, which was his first movie. And then I watched The Last Detail. Okay. Did I tell you about this? I don't think so. No. It's him and another guy who, I don't know who the other guy is, but they, they're in the Navy and they have to take Randy Quaid, who, like, he's not the fat guy from 
Christmas vacation at this point. He's like a young guy, and they're taking him to prison in Maine. He's in the Navy, and he stole something, like 40 bucks. So they sent him to eight years in prison for 40 bucks. What is the era? Like 1790? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Like early se- mid-70s, mid-70s. So um, and it's like... I know you're not a mo- I know you're not watching movies. Right. But seriously, if you can find time to watch the last detail. Okay. I'm, I'm, I have to I'm not I'm not I, see I'm going to ruin it because I'm going to tell you the next movie I'm going to talk about I'm going to tell you the same thing. But like the last detail it, it's just it's great. Okay. It's just uh, like a young Jack Nicholson, young Randy Quaid mm-hmm. and like that 70s feel to it. I loved it. Absolutely I, loved it. I um, really need to get over this this the movie, movie thing. issue that yeah. I have. I, mean, I was the same way because you do you you're worried about the time of it about like being in it. Now it now it's beyond that. Okay. Actually, it goes beyond. It is the sitting down and watching a, a whole movie. Just uh, makes me feel worthless. But yeah. then I've mentioned I will sit down and watch <laughs> some yeah, like show for like hours four show. hours right. straight, which I still feel worthless. But I'm entertained. Right. I feel like movies. There, everything is so easy, and I hate that. You yeah. and every single movie follows the same formula because they only have right they only hour, have a couple hours yeah hour 45 to three hours right they things happen there's a problem it gets solved which kicks off second problem right which is solved then it's ended yeah there's no character development yeah. at all they don't have time to and i understand that and i have watched movies that can get around that it's yeah. like um there's a movie i really like called the way way back oh my god i love that movie okay. that's so good i sam rockwell and mm-hmm. allison janney I oh had, man that's so good i had no problem with it mm. and while well in my head I uh watched it when it first came out and I remember thinking okay when is the problem when is the problem yeah but it was just a story movie because of the acting yeah. I was able able to get over it yeah. and that's pr- I think it's because I I am a repeat movie watcher. Uh-huh. I mm-hmm. won't watch a new movie because of what I just said, but I'll watch Lethal Weapon right. every time it's on yeah. because I know what happens and I know the character and mm-hmm. like it's easy to watch a movie to invest and then be disappointed in it is yeah. very irritating. Yeah. Whereas a show like a series, I have yet to be um I'm invested and then ended it thinking, well that sucked. If I'm not happy by the season one ender, then I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna watch Cut this your anymore. Losses, yeah. 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 Cut your losses. In a movie, there's no cutting your losses. Yeah. I mean... There's this Netflix show called Easy, directed mm-hmm. by Joe Swanberg. There's been like three seasons of it. Mark Maron's in it. And I watched the first episode, and I loved the first episode so much, mm-hmm. I couldn't watch any more of it. I still haven't watched anything beyond the first episode. And like, Were you worried it would suck after that? No, it gets back to that thing of like loving something so much I don't want to watch it because I don't want it to be over. Oh. But Mark Marin has a new special coming out on Tuesday and I'm going to watch that fucker because I cannot wait <laughs> I cannot wait to see it. 
but um the so the but the last detail like the the whole movie is the problem like they got to get this guy to maine to mm-hmm. go to prison and he's like a he's like a He's like an 18-year-old kid, 20-year-old kid or whatever, and like very inexperienced. And you have Jack Nicholson, who's Jack Nicholson, who's like teaching him things and like trying to show him a good time like on the road. It's basically a road trip movie with three guys. Right. Like, but it's just fantastic. The other movie, <clears throat> apparently I'm just trying to get through Jack Nicholson's entire catalog here in a short, little, short amount of time, is a movie that I've heard about for a long, I remember hearing about this as a kid, and maybe I even saw it as a kid, but I obviously didn't understand it. And I've never seen it as like a person who would actually understand it. And every time I hear the title, I just kind of roll my eyes and I'm like, why the fuck would I want to watch that? But I watched it the other night, and it probably is one of my favorite movies made in the last 30 years. All right. Terms of Endearment. Um, was that in the 80s? Yeah. Okay. It won Best okay. Picture in like... I've heard of it. 84, 85, 86, right. something like that. Shirley MacLaine, Deborah Winger, Jack Nicholson, Jeff Daniels. A young Jeff Daniels. It is so good. And like, uh, Deborah Winger is the daughter. Shirley MacLaine is the mother. And like the friction between them and like Jeff Daniels is Deborah Winger's husband and like Shirley MacLaine hates him because he's a college professor and kind of like not going anywhere and Jack Nicholson is like this famous astronaut that lives next to Shirley MacLaine and like the first 15 minutes of the movie I was like what what is this like am I even gonna like this but like the more I watched it the more I was just like I can't get enough of this. Right. And it would, because the, the beauty of the movie is that it is life. And so it, it, it follows them from over the course of like probably 10 or 11 or 12 years or something like that. So like when it starts, Deborah Winger and Jeff Daniels have just gotten married and then when it ends, their son is like 12 years old or something. Mm-hmm. So, and it follows them through that. And it is just like, I, I want to go back and watch it again. Just because like every performance is solid. Shirley MacLaine is just awesome. That's Warren Beatty's sister. Oh, it is? Yeah, I didn't know that. But I, I remember hearing that years ago. But like Shirley MacLaine is Warren Beatty's sister. But like... Jack Nicholson is just, like, full-on Jack Nicholson. Like, it seems like if, like, what you would think Jack Nicholson is right. like in real life is what he what he's like in this has, movie. Has he retired? He basically has retired. Okay, and, and he retired a pretty long time ago, right? Like I think 50, the last thing that he was in was, like, 2011 or oh, 2012 okay, or okay. something That's like that. more recent than I thought. Yeah, I listened to who, I can't remember who it was it Peter Fonda maybe or somebody I listened to an interview on WTF with and they said that like his point of view is like he's done it all right like who's gonna offer him a role that he hasn't done before you know Billy Joel right yeah I mean he you know and like looking at now watching these Jack Nicholson films Mm -hmm. like yeah like the the terms of endearment character is just oh god you see like i have to watch okay watch terms of endearment first and then watch the last detail okay okay and like they're they're two very different movies right but terms of endearment is just like as i was watching it i was like this is what movies should be it was just i i can't I, I don't know. Like, I, I cannot tell you how much I love that movie. All right. I, I, I seriously want to re... And I, don't, I haven't really been big on re-watching movies because there's so many out there that I feel like every time you re-watch one, saying that as somebody who will watch, like, The Karate Kid or Back to the Future every damn time it's on. They're classics. Yeah. So, um, so next up is... 
I think I'm going to watch King of Marvin Gardens, which is a movie with Jack Nicholson, Bruce Dern, that for my acting class in high school, I recited Jack Nicholson's monologue from the beginning that he talks about his father or brother dying or choking on a piece of pumpernickel bread. This big, long thing about him being at the dinner table and piece of pumpernickel bread gets caught in his throat and he falls back and pulls the tablecloth on top of him and tells this entire story and then at the end he's 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 a radio host and at the end he tells this entire story on the radio and and at the end he says that was entirely bullshit none of that happened and it's just like (laughs) what are you doing so i've watched that like 20 years ago so i'm looking forward to watching that again so, all right, we'll be waiting for your review of Terms okay. of Endearment next time. In terms of Endearment, well, uh, I probably won't have it by Thursday. You but, better. But Skip I'll work, man. It. It's You'll be happy you did. I will put it on the radar. Put it I, on the list. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, all right. Well, I was going to wait till the end, but this fits in with this next thing that I want to talk about. Our friend Dave, who lives in Florida sent us this awesome plank, wooden plank, that um, has our our More Later logo on it, and it has Brian's classic, at this point. One of a kind. Laying Ice um, ad on it. And Dave and his wife, Stephanie, who are longtime friends of ours and are just very awesome people, um, made this thing that... Uh, remember, make your drink happy, make your mouth happy, buy Lang Ice, it says on there, with the Lang Ice logo. And they live in Florida, and they mailed it to Brian's house, and we're going um, it, to... It's really cool. So thank you, Dave. We'll take a picture of it and You're post awesome, it. You're awesome, man. Yeah, we'll post it on uh, the Instagram uh, so you can see, you can see it. But... Um, I read about I read about this Florida this case in Florida where this old lady's house was burglarized and the cops were they took some jewelry and stuff and like 91-year-old lady or something and the cops during their investigation pulled data from Google Google's mapping Mm -hmm. technology it's called a geofence data where if you enable your phone to track you google records that where you are okay and they so this woman's house was burglarized and they this guy got a letter from google saying you know the whatever county sheriff's office is requesting us to give your your mapping data to them in regards to this case. And if you don't respond to us within seven days, we're going to give it to you. So he ended up having to hire a lawyer. He, he borrowed like thousands of dollars from his parents to hire a lawyer. And it was this the suspect? they were thinking that he was a suspect. And what made him a suspect was that the guy had his phone in his pocket while he was riding a bike. Apparently, he rides his bike all the time. Okay. And he rode his bike by this house three times during the time that the burglary was going on. And he just rides in a loop around his neighborhood. He's like a 30-year-old guy who likes riding his bike and has his phone in his pocket, and Google tracked him. But the cops saw, hey, this guy keeps going by this this house at the time that it was burglarized. Like, we, we might want to talk to him. So this guy has to hire a lawyer to contest this to so he doesn't, like, get in trouble for it. Right. Which I have on my phone, Google Maps, and I... We've probably talked before about um, my love for maps from a long, Mm -hmm. like my entire life, basically. I love maps. But I have it set up so my phone, and I'm I'm pulling it up here, but like 
<clears throat> my phone tracks me everywhere I go all the time. And like you can see there, everywhere that I, everywhere that I've gone today, like I was all over the place today, like delivering groceries and stuff. But this goes back, like, you know, month years right. that I've I've had this enabled. Like if you want to know where I was, like you know whatever date, it it will come up and it'll show you exactly where I was. And I know that like it's it's surrendering some of my privacy or whatever. But to me, between my love for like history and archival information and maps like i fucking love that right just to be able to look and see like because it'll keep track like you know you and i go to Brewfest. you were at Brewfest from eight fifteen to 1209 or something on this date and right. like i don't care if anybody knows that and i like to know it but it, it does give me a little pause because like what if I just happen to be driving by this house at the same time somebody's murdered, and they're like, "Oh, this guy was there," and then they're wrong calling me place in at the wrong time. Exactly, he, and that's what they said: wrong place at the wrong time. Right. And it's like he ended up getting out of it because he was also able to show because it wasn't him. Right. Right. It wasn't. Although, I mean, people go to jail all the time for shit that they <laughs> that they didn't commit, but right. like, but. He was able to show over several months that he goes by this house all the time. Mm -hmm. And, like, it tracks his movements all the time. So, I don't know. It's just interesting. Did they have to pay for his lawyers? mm -mm. They should have. They should. I thought the same thing. Like, this guy had to borrow thousands of dollars from his parents to defend himself when he wasn't. Well, he could have rolled the dice and just done it on his own like yeah did he really need a lawyer or I, could he have rolled in and said hey assholes i'm driving i'm running right. yeah i mean i around here every fucking day yeah for the last five years yeah well speaking as somebody who handled their own divorce and their own child adoption <laughs> like you can do shit on your own right. for sure but um, yeah, I, I it just seems like um, it's a good thing that he that that wasn't like the only day that he had data for, right? Because he could show like over a number of months, like yeah, I've been here every damn day, right. you know, or every so often or whatever. They have I that anyway, whether that's on or off. Funny that you should say that because I all the time see examples of ads on and i know you don't do social media but like Mm -hmm. i will get facebook ads of shit that i just talk about like not that i've searched on my phone but like i've just talked about with my son and all of a sudden i get a uh, i get a facebook it's on there yeah like are you kidding me do you want to get the shit scared out of you no okay (laughs) but do it anyway to the Joe Rogan podcast with Edwards Snowden. Snowden. Yeah. Now. Well, he said that like TVs are listening to you and stuff. And like that sounds like initially that sounds so conspiracy theorist to me. But like I think it's totally he's legit. He's really honed. He's honed in on, on, on phones. Yeah. And he tells the origin of it. Listen to it in like half hour increments because – no, I really think he, he's very socially awkward and he doesn't shut up. Yeah. And he, uh, and he answers the Like a five-minute answer takes him a half an hour. Yeah. But uh, if you can look past that, it kind of makes you want to smash your phone. Yeah. Yeah. I, it is very fucked up. It's, it's very fucked up. You, I always wonder, like, what is going to be the culmination of this? Of, like, what what are we surrendering by having these things, you know? I, it goes back to, okay, I don't, evacuation, not evacuation, um, Grievance, a Pearl Jam song called Grievance. Yeah. For every tool they lend us, a loss of independence. Yeah. It's ex- it's mm-hmm. essentially what it is. Right. You know? And, like, 
you just think of like you know putting your phone down right. and like phones are crack they I mean, are they, yes think about it yes you can't leave your house without it if yes. you uh, if you do a sense of panic right rushes yeah. through you who i think there are people that can get past and they're like oh fuck that i don't yeah i don't even use it that much anyway yeah. but people like me i'm certainly on that list that happened earlier i went to get my car wash i was mm-hmm. pulling away i was like shit i don't have and my I'm phone, phone. <laughs> yeah turned around i pulled back in i'm guilty as charged yeah. but i mean it's drugs yeah. yeah i will say that i've made a concerted effort over the last few days to distance myself from my phone and it has been good mm-hmm. but also difficult because i'm so used to just having it with me right that like there have been a few times where i've been like why do i need this i don't right. i'm not doing anything with it like just right. leave it where it is and like you know i and what happened by leaving it where it is nothing right like it's fine i uh took my kids to a park today and we were playing baseball and i would usually like bring my phone and just like put it like by the backstop or whatever but i was just like just leave it in the car like what do you what do you think's gonna happen like nothing's gonna happen that you're you're gonna you have your kids here right like that's what you're worried about you know so like nothing's gonna happen to them so anything else is you don't need it so what if a bald know. eagle takes one of your kids though? <laughs> like these are the shit this is the shit we'll make up in our heads. Right. Yeah. What if? And that's yeah. what addicts addicts do. I I think what you're if? yeah. What if this no There was a um a article in The New Yorker, maybe, mm-hmm. or The Atlantic. One of the writers talked about how he made a a serious effort to do without his phone for like a month because he looked at the the like um i don't know it tells you how much time you spend on each app or whatever on your phone and he was shocked to see that he was spending like four hours a day on his phone doing shit which like i'm happy to say i do not do like I'm on my phone for like the grocery shopping thing and podcasts, which is like when I'm driving and then like, you know, maybe whatever, you know, half an hour, an hour of stupid bullshit. But, um, and he said that he was surprised how difficult it was to like narrow that down to like do without because, and the other thing that like, I guess on an iPhone, it'll tell you like how many times you've unlocked your phone or how many times you've opened certain apps. And he was like unlocking his phone like 94 times a day or something like that. And it's just like, because it just becomes habit, you know, you're just like, Oh, well I'm sitting here. I can't just sit here and do nothing, you know? But like the, the, we talked before about quite a few episodes ago about sitting in like, like, um, uh, car dealership waiting room mm-hmm. and like you know you're just waiting you're at their mercy right and like everybody's on their phone oh yeah but like if you just sit there like you look like a fucking madman right like you're just sitting there like why aren't you on your phone why aren't you on your computer you're just sitting there it's like, doing nothing you know you're 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 a real oddball if you do right. that but, and i <laughs> those are the times it's helpful when when i bought my car last year i think oh, God, my, i hate buying cars i think my appointment might have been at like five o'clock uh-huh. i test drove two cars in like half an hour yeah and and i said okay let's talk about this blah 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 but by probably six i knew i was buying a car yeah it's there till fucking 10 o'clock Jeez. just uh. waiting and they would like walk over. Yeah, it's really busy. Yeah. Sorry about that. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, the fuck is taking you so long? Yeah. What if I just leave? Right. Yeah. What if I just say, and this is too much of a process. Yeah. 
car dealer god when i got in this was a pleasant buying experience right, right. that was the this good was thing. yeah easy there was when i got my car i bought a car in De- i i leased a toyota camry which i love in december of 2017 and the guy at the next desk over was buying a toyota a Aurora, Aurora, I can't say that word. Aurora? Okay. Is that a car? Aurora? Avalon? Avalon, Avalon. God, that's much easier for me to say. (laughs) Toyota Avalon. Okay. The dude was coming in. He was cash, right? He was paying cash. (laughs) Like, not cash, but like a cashier's check. Like, he was paying for the entire thing. Uh He was there just as long as I was. Why? Like, you're just going to pay for the car. Yeah. Like, why is it taking so long? So I have this fantasy that my lease is up in December. Although I have to buy the car because it's a three-year, 36,000-mile lease. And I have (laughs) 57,000 miles on the car. So I think I'm getting it. But, like, I have this fantasy of going into a car dealership with, like, setting a timer on my phone. For like 90 minutes. Right. And be like, you have 90 minutes <laughs> to, get to finish <laughs> this. If it's not done in 90 minutes, I'm out of here. Right. Whatever the whatever the pro what whatever point of the process we're in, I'm out of here in 90 minutes. I'm ending it right then. And just to see if they actually can do it in 90 minutes. So when you head in to turn your vehicle in uh-huh. buy it. Yeah. You have to run through the paperwork in order to. Buy. Yeah, you should do that. I I think I will. Right, I, but see the the only problem is but, it's a little complicated because yeah, right. like I can't just leave with the car because right. I'm turning it in, you know. So right. it has to be like a fresh start. Right. But like okay, okay. And your next car. yeah. Well, um, okay. Here's a good uh, good slash horrible car buying story and. You you know this one too, but like I bought a Toyota Highlander in 2010 and it was a pain in the ass as usual. And like I was going back and forth with this salesman and like I, I wanted to go to Honda and check to see what they had. And, um, and the guy, t- the salesman tells me, well, we're offering a free television to everybody who buys a car today. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like, it's not going to make me buy a car, but okay, that's a good perk. So um, we go back and forth, and then, like, they ended up coming down in price or something. And so I was like, all right, we'll do it. And so we, we were, like, finalizing the deal. Like, it was pretty much all done, and we were just finalizing it. And I was like, oh, so how does the TV work? And the salesman is like, well, you know, we, we were talking about the TV before we came down in price and before we made you this deal and whatever. And like, and, and he was like, you know, the TV's not really. I, I thought that they ran out of them. They didn't no, ru- oh, no, okay, they okay, didn't okay, run they out of them. Didn't yeah. Run out of them. So the, the okay. guy was like, um, you know, you know, I, it was before, you know, we came down in price. I said, that's not what you said. Right. You said. That everybody who gets a car today gets a TV. So I want my TV. And he's like, well, I got Dude, like, what? You, that's what you said. Right. So, um, oh, but before that, actually, before that, I, so I knew the sales manager from high school, like, oh, uh, from elementary school, like a long, t- long time, like, person that I knew was the sales manager and I talked to him and I was like hey the salesman told me that I get a car or that I get a tv if I buy a car and the guy the salesman the sales manager was like he said what (laughs) and I was like no he told me that if I buy a car I get a tv he's like all right I'll talk to him and then the salesman came in and he said, no, you know, I told you that before you made this deal. And I said, no, you told me everybody who buys a car gets a TV. Right. So I had to like threaten, like I was getting up to leave the deal over this like $250, $300, $400, whatever generic TV 
33 inch 36 inch tv but like and like i never understood like it's the principle of the thing more than at that moment like no you told me i was getting a tv and now you're telling me i'm not getting a tv so the sales manager ended up okay we'll make good on the tv and like they didn't have the tv in stock they had to order it i had to go back like two weeks later and get the tv (laughs) like you guys are such shysters like but I'm going to hold you to it. Like, you can't tell me I'm getting a TV and then not give me a TV. I'm going to throw away a deal on a $40,000 car just because I don't get a TV. But, <laughs> God. I'm principal. Yeah, it's the principal of things. I'm sorry if you work for a car dealership. It's possible that one of the, that the sales manager who I'm still friends with on Facebook might be listening to this. I'm sorry, but car dealerships are the devil. All right. That's another episode. Do you have anything to say? One more. Actually, I was uh, thinking about this this earlier. I've been drinking this during this whole podcast and I kept on thinking like I'm this is really really good, but but it's missing something. Pour me some of that. What is that? Uh it's a Pine liqueur from Austria. Pine is in trees? Yes. And it uh, okay. smells like zoo, but it tastes fantastic. Like elephant enclosure? Like I said the other thing did the other day? Yeah, zoo. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt your... Uh... Um, But what would make it awesome is probably some laying ice. So head out there. Okay, it's warming up outside. It's pine. Yeah, it's it's good. Piney. It's really yeah, good. Yeah, it is awesome. From Austria, it's really good. But what is even better in this warmer weather? Yes, is laying ice. So <laughs> you need like it. our plaque says here. Yes. Thanks, Dave. Thank you very very much. Remember, make your drink happy and make your mouth happy. By laying ice. Today, do it. After you do it, leave us a five-star review. Tell your friends. You know you were entertained, so thanks for listening. Come back next time. Thanks.